Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. We're going to talk to Steve here. Um, part three, episode 666 of Coach Unplugged. Um, but before we do that... Um, and get to the, some of those great rapid fire questions that we do in the last part of the episode. Um, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, the ease of use of, you know, pre-COVID, I can tell you, I could, I could take that down and set it up in about 15 seconds. So um, it's a great machine. They're durable. They're easy to use. Um, mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off your next purchase. Also, make sure you go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you're looking for skill work, you're looking for practice plans, you're looking for how to run an offense or a defense, or if we don't have something, we'll find it for you. Go over and check it out. Um, 14-day free trial while it exists. Um, and also, we would love a review. Um, you know, I've, I, don't, I don't harp on these a lot, but we do love the reviews, and they, they, they mean a lot to us, and they, uh, they help out a lot. So make sure you go over and check that out. And let's head off to the podcast. Uh, what's, uh, what's one thing you've learned this year? To stay true to your mission. And from October 15th to November 15th, I wasn't true to my mission. We were going to win this thing. We we're going to win the league. No, we're going to, we're process driven and not results driven. And that's, hard did that, that's hard in today's society. It really is. Uh, and, and also, I think our clientele, it, it's definitely, they would blossom under the process driven. And maybe that's right. why my former coach did it that way. Probably kids like Middlebury. I mean, that's a high academic school. You know, they are intrinsically motivated. Probably right. they want to please. They want to get the A's. To say that they're already motivated to do well and to pile on and say, well, now you have to win this game. Right, right. They're already almost, motivated. They're they, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. They've already done the academic piece of that puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and that, that's something that they can't control. So 
control the controllables, just process, process. Yeah. Just control. That. That, that's the quote of the night. Control the controllable. Is there one moment, is there one coaching moment that we could dive into? Like something that happened in your coaching career that would help someone that's listening? Like a moment. Uh, this is a couple of years ago and Chuck Cothern, uh, uh was one of my players. He's now uh, an assistant professor here at Grove City and he's a minister on top of that. And for some reason, Chuck, I yelled at him as he was coming off the floor. Right. And he says, coach, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. Film doesn't lie. <laughs> you know, Ooh, doesn't that's lie. a great, there's a quote. There's a coach. Film doesn't well, lie. I said what? that 8 million times. Film doesn't lie. Next day, I looked the film and he was absolutely right. And I was absolutely right. So in the middle of everybody, I just want to apologize to Chuck Cotherman because he was absolutely right. And I was absolutely wrong. And just that apology. Um, yep. And in fact, this has happened numerous times since then where a kid will come off the floor and I'll, you know, I'll get on him and, and, and maybe my assistant will, will nudge me and goes, coach, it wasn't him. Right. And right there I'll say, I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah. I just, my I, bad, right. my bad. Yeah. I, I would think just apologizing when you're wrong. They see that you're human and, and they're more apt to, they want to forgive. You know? Well, and, and it's more about trust. They're going to trust you too. When you show you're vulnerable, yes. they're going to trust yeah. you. I agree. I think that's yeah. going to be... Um, do you have any superstition? That I'm not superstitious. Okay, here's another story. And okay. this goes back to 2008. <laughs> and um, we were making a run and we actually won the league that year, but it was like the league championship game. And my, one of my players, John Scheller goes, coach, here's your gum. I said, I don't chew gum. Why, why, why are you choosing chewing gum? He goes, I always chew gum. I have to have a piece of gum before the game. This is lucky gum. I want you to have a piece too. I said, I ain't chewing your lucky gum. I'm not superstitious. It has nothing to do with that. It has you jump. If you jump to the ball, we'll be fine. Don't worry about your gum. We won the game, but I try not to be uh, because I want our players to play loose. And so, and, and of course, like everyone has a superstition or, or ritual. Right. I mean, I, I always tell people I'm a, I'm a tad superstitious, but it's more about routine for me than superstition. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, it's like okay. if I don't wear That's those different. socks, we're not going to lose, but it's more about like <laughs> the old days when I was a player, like I put my left shoe on and then I put my right shoe on. It was really, oh, yeah, I was the same way as a player. So yeah. that's why as a coach, I have superstition when we were making a run at one year for the state i think i ate 27 number fours at mcdonald's so that's when i knew it was getting out of control <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i didn't by the 27th one on that thursday whatever it was i didn't even eat it i took a bite out of it it was like, i'm sick of them <laughs> but it was like we kept winning we kept winning and it's like yeah. oh crap it was all because of mcdonald's right it had no nothing it had to do with nothing your coaching to do. prowess or, or your kids buying in nothing to no, do with that no i don't even know if they knew it but i knew it all right so i'm gonna do what i refer to as rapid fire coach i'm gonna give you a question um they tend to be very short answers but they don't have okay. to be sometimes i'll jump in what is your favorite brand of basketball the actual ball that you play with void you know, the rubber balls back in the 1970s void v-o-i-t they don't even make them anymore uh, i was joking i don't yes. even Wilson. remember the void yep. I yeah, have ponies. Do you remember ponies? I had a po I had ponies. I wore ponies. Um, I think it was my junior year of high school. Yep. I had ponies yep. in high school and I've got, I still got my college Converse all-stars up in my closet. You know, the ones that magic oh, yeah. wore and bird wore and yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, I got those upstairs. I you can sell those on eBay for, and you can retire early. Yeah. They're, they're all beat up because I actually wore them and played yeah. it. <laughs> so they're, they're not in pristine. Um, okay. So what, what, what ball do you use or what's your favorite ball? Yeah. Wilson solutions. And is that what they use for the NCAA? They do. And that's what, and that's what our league uses as well. Mm -hmm. Yep. I tell coaches just use the, use the ball that they're going to use in the most important game you play all year. Right. On. Um, one, one word to describe your ideal player. Selfless. Amen. One sporting event you could go to in the world. Okay. 
World Cup. Yeah. My wife is going to love me for this. I, after my first year teaching, I think I've told this story, but after my first year teaching, my brother and I went around Europe. That would have been yeah. 90. And and uh, we were in Italy, and the World Cup was in Italy. And I didn't know, what's a World Cup? I grew up in U.S., Wisconsin, whatever. And yeah. literally towns, which we'd have, to, we'd have to chop, we'd have to leave towns because the World Cup. And I remember going to this little mom and top place in like Milan or something. It was the best pasta ever. She brought it out. You know, the Italian mom, you can just picture mm-hmm. her. And she puts it down. And we don't literally see anyone for the next like hour. My brother and I are eating it, blah, blah, blah. Everyone is on it in a TV, wa- around the TV watching. Watching World- it. Yeah. I think Italy was still playing at that point. It's like, <laughs> what is this? Yeah. It's like, there's a whole, yeah. You can Favorite, tell we're Americans. Yeah. We're, I definitely look like an American at that point. Favorite pregame meal? Oh, it's got to be pasta. Okay. Old school pasta. Well, Okay. With meatballs. I want meatballs with mine, too. What is it? What did Bobby Knight used to do? He used to give him every, every player got vanilla ice cream and he got pistachio or something. <laughs> uh, such a Bobby Knight thing. Uh, one skill not being taught in today's game. Uh, post-ups. I, I, I always say footwork is one that's really bad, too. Mm. Uh, yeah. One thing you do to relax. I read or exercise. I don't yeah, exercise. I can see. You got a great I don't, library. I don't exercise as much as I should. I try to take the dogs for a walk. but um, That's exercise. That's, that's clearing the mechanism. It, it's definitely clearing the mechanism. My wife goes, God, that was like, I, there's a pond, you know, I don't know, maybe a half a mile, mile from our house. So I walk around it and she goes, God, you did that fast today. I go, well, the dogs were moving and I was trying to keep up, you know, <laughs> one coaching technique you consider important. Technique. I would say that it is, um, it's setting a screen. I mean, we set so many screens in our offense that it, it's a paradigm. And how do you break that, that down? Cover your private parts, cover your unit. Yeah. Make sure that your your feet aren't a set of farther out than your your shoulders. Get your chest out and get angled properly. In other words, you, you got to read where that defense is. Don't worry about about, about your your teammate. He's going to read you, and and that's how we teach it. Okay? And do you do you spend a lot of time breaking that down into little pieces, like two on uh, two? No. Yeah, yeah, we do two on two stuff. A lot of two on two. Yeah, because yeah. there's a nuance to where you set the screen and how you read the screen. High school. Yeah, kids like don't, butt to yeah. ball, butt to basket. Yeah, that's how we kids yeah. kids don't do a great job of uh, reading. You know, they'll just go where they think they're supposed to go. Yeah, especially on that, especially on that, not on the first screen, but the second screen. There was I had one team they would cut high every time. I go, why are you always cut? You're not even thinking when you cut. I can defend you because I know where you're going. Yeah, and that's where film is a wonderful thing. You can kind yes. of teach them that. Um, best basketball player you have seen in person? That was uh, Julius Irving. Ooh, I, have his rookie, I have his rookie card in my safe, actually. Wow. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah he was probably the best because uh, I, I didn't see uh, uh, Larry Bird or Magic. No, I'm sorry. Let me take that back. It was it was Larry Bird when they were playing the Cavaliers back in the late 80s. He was something, yeah. wasn't he? I was. It was the last row of the old Richland Coliseum, but thankfully I had my glasses on. But he was the best player I've seen him. He was on. I mean, yeah, the game changed with Magic and Larry. Yeah. They really did. And, and for young coach or maybe players. Uh, his book Drive is one of the best, I think. Uh, and maybe it's outdated because people know who Larry Bird is. But growing up and reading that book was a great motivation for me to really sink my teeth in the game. Best basketball player of all time. I'm going to say was uh, Michael Jordan. Who He's would you say, Steve? Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, if you'd like to support us, go over and check out teachings.com for coaches who want to get better. Also, subscribe and like. We do appreciate those. Have a great day.
Um, I, I, I think after watching Last Dance, you got to put probably Michael. I think Russell is one that's lost in the shuffle a little bit because he won 10 and never lost in the finals. Yeah. Um, you know, it's so hard to compare across generations. Yeah. Um, I think LeBron, the problem is LeBron has lost in the final. Michael's Michael never played a game seven. Good point. You know, he never lost the final. You know, it's like, it's hard to argue with that one, but how do you, how do you compare a Bob Cousy yeah. or a Mike to a LeBron? You can't. So I think yeah. you have to have generational. I think the next, the next great player of the, of the generation lives in Wisconsin. Who's that? I think Giannis is going to be the next great. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you're building, a basketball player you build him i mean he's 24 years old think about that i mean and he's like if he gets if he goes from here to here oh my god he reminds me yeah anyway and one thing i was talking to a a g lead coach a couple weeks ago about what people don't understand is how lebron's still playing because lebron takes care of his body he spends like a million dollars a year on his body these guys that stick around you know michael did michael didn't play as long as lebron um Mm -hmm. you know the game has changed obviously since yeah i i would i would it would be michael but i think he just changed you know, I think Larry and Michael, Larry and uh, Magic changed the game. I think Michael was the perfect person to come in next. Uh, just, what's your favorite drill? My favorite drill, I, I know this sounds old school, but it, it's the shell. Uh, the shell drill is like the magic for teaching uh, defensive spacing in, in, in all aspects. I, I love it. I, I think we do it almost every day. Yeah, I think you have to. What's uh, what's one thing that's made you a better coach? Listening to my mentors. I, I, I've had, I've been so blessed with mentors, even nowadays. Uh, I'll give you one example is, is Bob Schlosser, who is a longtime head coach at Elizabethtown College. He took them to the AA final and he's taught me the flex, you know, and, and I knew him growing up and uh, I, I'm just indebted to uh a guy like that who just invested in you, I mean I feel like I know less now than I did in my 20s like I feel like I need more mentors I feel like I need more like isn't that crazy how that works and it's because I know I don't know everything I say that to my players like <laughs> if you know that you don't know you're in a good spot because right. at least you know your ignorance but if you don't even if you don't know that you don't even know what are you gonna yeah, do? But part of that's youth though and so yeah. part of that's like that's why they, that's why they pick the young people to go off to war because there's no sense of invincibility mm-hmm. I mean invincibility yeah it's like yeah. i don't feel like i'm as good a coach as i was 20 years ago but it's like mm-hmm. i don't feel like yeah anyway um hey steve can i ask you a question about yes. your assistants i mean i'm so impressed with the fact that you've had you know two groups of assistants your whole career how much now do you do you rely on them more and more oh, as you I, get older I, do you i talk more? i talk 25 percent of our practice maybe it's me talk 25 i do the same thing like because I, I, I mean one of my assistants with- john basically runs he i mean he does our offense like John mm-hmm. take it and I'll just stay on the side and then I'll grab a kid and I'll do this and I'll jump in and it's like I take tend to take more of the defensive part but no it's like and then I got another assistant does literally all the scouting yeah he comes to me he gives it to me I look at it I'm still watching film and stuff but part of the reason I'm still doing it after 30 years is I'm not doing everything if you try to do everything you can't so I think there's great wisdom in that I know if I were and again I I don't know I have Sean Severson 16 right. years as my right. assistant and I rely on him oh yeah I'm if, I, if I if I lost my staff i would it would be like i'd have to contemplate whether i'm coming back because that means i'd have to get a new staff i'd have to like um, teach everybody yeah the thing is that you know and and there's a little bit of a herd mentality but i have them they're far enough along and we trust each other enough that they'll go that's not don't do that steve what are you doing yes like one of my coaches always is saying 
do less, Steve. Do less. Because I want to put in three quick hitters. I want to do this and I want to do this. Yeah. I want to do this. Do less. Do less. He always keeps saying it and he keeps saying it because he knows I'm going to take it and I'm going to mm-hmm. you know, listen to it. And it's the same thing with during a game. I want input during a game. Now yeah. I'll decipher it. But I want mm-hmm. all the input. Like in my 20s, I didn't want any input. I was going to do what I was going to do. And I was the same way. Yeah. I, we know less now than we did before. A lot of information my assistants would give, and I would just, I, I would give that nod, like the, the active listening nod, mm-hmm. and not even take their advice. And now right. it's, I'm listening. Uh, and, and I'll take it. You know, and I'll the thing it. is, you'll take it. And sometimes I make the wrong decision. I remember we won a state. It was, I think it was our 09 state championship team. We were driving to the game, whatever. And one of my coaches goes, man, I'm thinking, I'm saying to myself, we should 1-3-1. We should do this. He goes, oh, I don't know, Steve. I don't know. I don't. And we had a nice conversation about it. And then at the, at some point in that game, I pulled it out and I we did it and it worked. And it's probably one of the reasons we won. But it yeah. was like, he was just giving me input. Like, here's what right. I, well, whatever. I mean, I could have made the wrong call too. So that's what you want. And I always tell people you want you want a yoda you want somebody that knows more than you you want an administrator somebody that will do all the and you want somebody that questions you two of those in one person but those are the three things you need in this. somebody that can keep you organized um because yeah. you can't do all that stuff if you're the, if you're running if you're driving the bus you can't worry about the directions too mm-hmm. um and then you need somebody that you know is going to question you and then you need an x and o guy you need somebody yeah. that, if you got those you're good you're in um, good shape. And yeah. One person can do more than one of them, but for sure. Uh, your favorite quote. Oh, you know what? Well, uh, of late, now this is probably not my favorite quote all time, but, and this is what I'm using with my team is it's attributed to Winston Churchill. It's never waste a good crisis. So, you know, we're <laughs> oh, going God, That seems this. appropriate. Say that yeah. again, coach. Never, yeah. waste a good never waste a good crisis. How are we going to deal with this when kids are at home and you don't, you don't have a, your shooting machine anymore. You don't have your bench press anymore. You don't have your friend. Well, you're going to have to deal with that. This is a crisis and, and, and let's grow through it. Let's be better on the back end of it, as basketball. Who, who said that? Winston, Winston Churchill? Yeah. I actually heard it from Mike Bray uh, from Notre Dame who attributed it to uh, Winston Churchill. Um, I just wrote that down because I'm going to send yeah. that to my players tonight, actually. Uh, one word to describe your coaching style. Can I get two words? Am I allowed two words? You can have two words. All right. Process-driven. <laughs> process-driven. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Process. Process-driven. Best basketball coach of all time. I would have to say John Wood. I mean, how many, the number of titles and also the number of disciples, and I'll use that term loosely, that he has, he has developed over, over the, the, the decades. Yeah. And what I don't, why I tell young coaches too, you don't realize that Wooden and, and Coach K lost a lot early in their careers. K, yes, Coach K almost lost his job. Yeah. He was close. Yeah, John oh. Wooden. That's right. He, he was not. He was not on top of the world in his early days uh, in the 1950s no. at UCLA. No, it. You know. So that's what I tell. I tell him keep keep working. It will work. What uh, one book you would recommend? Uh, I like. For me, it was, and it was about the mental game of basketball. Uh, it was uh, by Pete Carrill. And if your listeners don't remember him, he was the longtime coach at Princeton University. And it's called The Smart Take from the Strong. It's not a very long book but it's, it's, a, just, it's a great book it's on this oh, shelf you read it, Steve. Okay. Oh, it's awesome yeah. Great. Yeah. it's like little snippet it is a snapchat book for the generation because they're uh, little stories point. it's yeah. like it's like they're paragraphs it's like you mm-hmm. can you put it in your bathroom if you really want a book for your bathroom <laughs> yeah. swear to god it's that kind I of read book it on the bus to away games you know just yeah. a couple of, a couple chapters uh, yeah. and just just a 
I guess, remind myself. E easy read, easy read. Yeah. Yep, easy hey, read. Steve, can, can I ask you the same question? What What would you recommend? Because uh, For young coaches, I always say stuff. Oh, players need to know Benzio. about Benzio. Yep. Yeah. Um, that's the book I, that's the book I always go to. Cause it's, it's, it's good for coaches. It's good for players. You know, it's it just, again, I'm, I'm asking the question, so I don't have to answer it, but <laughs> it would be really hard for me to pick one book because it really depends on, do I need to read grit? Do I need to read toughness? Do I need to read something that's X's and O's? Yeah. So, um, I don't read it. The, the books back here for my, I don't read as much. I listen to books more now okay. um, than I read them just because mm -hmm. I'm busy and I can do two things at once. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I can mow the lawn and listen to a book. Um, so I'm trying, you know, I tell my, I tell my players and students that time is the most valuable resource you have. So I always try to contain things. Um, sure. So reading is a, almost a vacation joy, but yeah, that's hard. I, I mean, that stuff would probably be the one I would pick if I had to pick one, but there's so many good books. Yeah. No reason not to listen to them now either. Um, mm -hmm. uh, one thing you, we already did that one. Um, all right. One thing you would tell a young coach, this is the last question. One thing you would tell a young coach. Surround yourself with good people and good things will happen. Uh, and, and, and get mentors. Get a mentor or mentors or, or accountability. People that are going to hold you accountable to being true to yourself. Yeah. I, I, the mentor thing is you have to find somebody and you can have more than one. Yes. That's, what, that's what people don't understand is I, I have ones for different things. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point, Steve. Yeah. Um, and I've had different ones in different seasons of my life. Right. Like early in my career, uh, it was well, Frank Kuhn, who was the head coach at the, the high school that he hired me as, as the freshman coach and, and a wonderful human being and just kind of set me straight. And then later on, it's, it, it's other people. So Right. Right. Uh, like my brother. My brother runs a venture capital company. I, I'll talk to him about finances, but I'll also talk to him about basketball because he knows basketball. So you yeah. can have ones that do multiple things, but then mm -hmm. you can have other ones that I'm going to go to this one when I have an administrative issue or I have yeah. you know, a life issue or this one I'm going to talk to about like just basketball. So mm -hmm. you can find different mentors that are going to give you different things. Yeah, uh, I think sometimes when young coaches hear mentors, they think, oh, I got to find somebody that's good. No, I mean, you need mentors in more than one aspect of your life, too, mm -hmm. um, if you're going to be that well-rounded person. But, yeah. um, well, thank you, Coach. I really do appreciate coming on. Hey, Steve, thanks for having me. Yeah, I this really is awesome. enjoyed this. This is awesome. Yeah. I will put um, – you, you will send me all your, all your contact stuff, and I'll put it on the show notes, and uh, people can sure. get a hold of you. All right. Okay. Perfect. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, if you'd like to support us, go over and check out teachings.com for coaches who want to get better. Also, subscribe and like. We do appreciate those. Have a great day. Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.